This program contains explicit content and subject matter which may be unsuitable for some listeners. Discretion is advised. You've got questions. We've got all the answers when it comes to sex and more. This is the A to Z of sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Every week, we pick a series of topics that you've been wanting to know about. It's an encyclopedia of sex, intimacy, relationships, and so much more than that. Let's get things started. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. I am a sex and intimacy coach and a psychologist, and I have spent the last 30 plus years helping people to create hot and healthy sexual and intimate relationships without shame. We're working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. So I want to start by wishing you all a happy new year because this is actually my first week back live. I hope that your new year has started out reasonably well. Today, the letter is X, and X is for sex and the internet. Joining me today to cover this topic is Shakira Rashan. Shakira Rashan is a national best-selling author of nearly a dozen novels and more than a dozen anthologies. Known for his provocative, twisted tales, you can check out his latest novel, Love, Lust, and Beautiful Liars, where his international weapons dealer, who is looking to retire on top, and enjoy his happily ever after. Only two problems, a rival dealer who wants to retire him for good and a madam who doesn't want to let go of the love of his life quite so easily. Shakir is also developing projects under the pen name P.K. Rashan. You can find out more about him at www.shakirrashan.com. Now, that will be in the podcast notes, but just for avoiding confusion, that's spelled S-H-A-K-I-R-R-A-S-H-A-A-N. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So, um, the reason I wanted to do this one is because um, I know you've noticed the censorship on social media and the internet has gotten uh, progressively worse and annoys all of us who do anything where we mention sex. So that includes entertainers. It includes sex workers. It includes authors. It includes educators. Um, It just, it's just become quite draconian. And I juxtapose that with the lack of censorship, although that's changed just very recently in the last few days, but in general, the lack of censorship for hate speech and, um, and, and aggression and violence. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to explain it. Uh, it, it. It gets it gets interesting a lot of the time, and I think we've gotten to the point to where we've been, I guess, more, we've, we've become, I won't say puritanical, uh, that, that'd probably be a little bit extreme, uh, but it's gotten to the point to where it's like now all of a sudden everybody's just overreacting to whatever gets whatever gets put out there from a sexual perspective you can't even probably mention the word without somebody you know saying that you've either violated the terms of service or you've you've hit the community standards or 
whatever the case may be. I see it up and down my timeline all the time with people actually put screenshotting the violation that they have, you know, that they've received from either Facebook or Instagram or I think TikTok is starting to kick up at this point. So I, I don't know what else I can, I don't know what else that, that can be done to kind of get around that. I mean, you do what you can to be as, as tasteful as you can, but I mean, sex and sexuality are going to be here regardless. Well, and I think, I mean, I think the thing for me that really, I guess, that really bothers me is that um, it isn't about being tasteless and it isn't about being graphic, right? And it isn't about any of those things happening where perhaps, you know, the, the excuse always given is trafficking and children and, you know, but it isn't around any of those things. And the stuff that they're censoring a lot of the times is, is first of all, it, it's indiscriminate, like it, there's no consistency, but also a lot of the times it's actually really basic education. And there, I mean, there's another bit to this, which is that you can talk about erectile dysfunction till the cows come home and nobody will censor you. Mm-hmm. But God forbid you should talk about any kind of female sexual dysfunction. And you mention, if you mention the word orgasm, you can't even say orgasm anymore. You can say ejaculation because it's got to do with men. I mean, it, yep, really, it really is. <laughs> there is that. Uh, there is all of that. I mean, it's, it's its own brand of fun, no matter how you look at it. I mean, even when it comes to, hell, even when it comes to the, a lot of my book covers, I have to be really judicious as to what covers I can put on what platform. And I have to, I've, I've actually gotten it to a point where I have my own spreadsheet of where I can put certain things at this point, because who knows when they're going to get me. Sometimes, sometimes they'll go back in my history with regard to different pictures that I've already had and they let it go years ago. And then all of a sudden they have a whole new crew that's trying to anticipate and interpret the company standards or the community standards or whatever the case may be. And then I get a nice little email that's saying, okay, well, uh, you violated the terms of service. And I go look at the timestamp on the picture and I'm like, okay, it's been five years. Where, where you been? Why'd you even have to go that far back? Well, and the, and the issue for me, so one of the things for me about that is these are things that are in bookshops. Like I have to, I've, I've just, my, my uh, follow-up from my memoir is coming out uh, literally, literally this week. Um, if, uh, yeah, if, if the uh, bugs on the internet disappear, the bugs in programming disappear. Um, and I've just had the cover. So the cover on the first one, you know, was relatively sexy. So is the cover on the second one, even this, though the second one is a self-help book because we're keeping brand. So we're, we're doing it. And I know I'm going to get shit for putting them up. I absolutely know I'm going to get shit for putting them up. And it's ridiculous because they will, in fact, appear in bookstores. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to be in print, you can walk into a Barnes and Noble and buy my book currently, the one that's out, the memoir already, and the cover is a little bit racy, but you can buy it in a bookstore right this minute. Well, I think that's the thing that's kind of really confusing at this point is that you've got bookstores that, I mean, they'll, they'll, I mean, not necessarily that they're putting, you know, explicitly overt stuff as far as the, the, the different books and you know, different book covers and that type of thing. But I think it's just to the point of where exactly are you trying to draw the line? Can you be consistent over where it is so everyone can govern themselves accordingly? But at the same time, 
we don't need to necessarily wind the clock back. Like nobody understands what sex is and they don't understand what, you know, the, the, the human body looks like, especially when it comes to the fairer sex, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, I find it interesting things like, um, so TikTok is, is, is one of the ones that interests me a lot. So on TikTok, I had my voice censored. This was a new one. I'd never seen that before. Right. They didn't take, they didn't take the video down. They just censored my voice. And what I had okay, done. How does that work? What it, what, it, what it works is that it's, I, I stitched a video. A woman was doing the song, you know, you know, those where they do da, 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 da. I hate them, but you know, it's that melody. And hers was, I choose to be abstinent. Right. Okay. Um, and actually she didn't say I choose to be abstinent. And, and the tone of what she was saying was, and she called it a fact that that was the best choice, right? So I object to the fact, I object to somebody calling that a fact. I don't object to them making the choice to be abstinent. They're absolutely welcome to be abstinent. But there are plenty of people out there who choose to have sex and they shouldn't be shamed. So I stitched the video and I said, you know, no, this isn't a fact. Being abstinent is a choice and it, it's, a, it's a perfectly fine choice, but so is having, choosing to have sex. Please stop shaming people. Mm-hmm. They left up her original video with the voice and they censored mine. So the video is up, but you can't hear what, what we're saying, wow. what I'm saying. That doesn't make any sense. And they said I violated the terms of service, and I was trying to figure out which term of service did I violate. I disagreed with her. Well, wait a minute. I'm not. You're not. One of their terms of service is, in fact, you cannot discriminate against somebody because of their sexual orientation um, and um, the activities they choose to enjoy. I mean, it's worded something like that. And yet they do that with people all the time if they're not talking about abstinence or, um, or monogamy, <laughs> right? Those are, seem to be the only two. So I, I, find, I, find, I find that really uh, not only confusing, but really annoying. And then, and yet some of the most hateful things I've ever seen, I've seen there. And they're completely against the terms of service. Let's be totally clear about this. Hate speech is banned on every single platform. Well, it's supposed to be, but, you know. Well, but it is. That's what I, they don't censor it, though. I mean, it is. Every single platform says that hate speech is not acceptable. Well, that's being lip service more than anything else. I mean, you can put it out there just because you're trying to cover yourself from any liability or lawsuit. That's easy to do. But the actual the actual practice of, you know, doing what needs to be done, so to speak, is, is probably what's lacking at this point. Absolutely. So um, I, I, I find that frustrating, but I also kind of wonder, and this is what I'd like to talk about in the next segment, because we're a couple of minutes from break, what we think about what actually gets through and what actually gets seen and what kind of an image are we painting and what kind of an impact is it having on people in the real world? Because I have some ideas about this. I think that what we choose to show now and what we allow to be up versus what we take down means that we've got, we end up with a, with a, with a completely sexually backward population, a population that has no idea which way is up. 
much more so than when mm. we were growing up and there was no internet and you had to learn by experimentation. Right. <laughs> so we will be back in a couple of minutes afterwards from our sponsors. And we look forward to chatting with you all then. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has a mobile app for iOS, Android, or Amazon Kindle. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. This is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drloribethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey everyone, welcome back to the A to Z of Sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. This week it is X is for Sex and the Internet. And I am here with the incredible Shakira Shan. And before the break, we were talking about how inconsistent this all is and, and the craziness. And what I said, one of the things I said I wanted to talk about was the fact that I think um, I look at the impact this has on young people. Um, I'm classifying young as anybody who um, dis- was coming into adolescence when, when there was already an internet, right? Mm. You know, when I came into adolescence, there was no such thing as an internet. And I mean, I've said this before to people, it's like we t- couldn't get our hands on pornography easily um, because th- th- there was no internet. So y- you couldn't get a movie unless you went to the movie shop. Then you had to have somebody who was 18 who could show ID or 21, depending on where you were in order to get the movie um, right. or sneak into the theater. I remember sneaking into the art Cambridge, the, the art theater in Cambridge to watch the story of O when I was 15. 
you know, but for the most part, we hit adolescence and because it was post-sexual revolution, we all experimented with sex. So we learned about sex from the point of view of experimentation. So we didn't mistake what was on a screen when we finally saw pornography for reality. But I kind of feel like this generation doesn't understand what the willing suspension of disbelief means. <laughs> um, I think it's a matter of, you have to, I guess, I guess it's just a matter of how that actually comes into its own uh, circle, uh, I guess is the word. Uh, everything has its own circle of life cycles and, you know, that type of thing. We as parents were so busy trying to be not our parents that it kind of pulled a whole paradigm shift that we didn't have that, that had unintended consequences. Um, it, it's, it's, it's simply as far as that is. I mean, we're, we were so busy trying to encourage ours to be as open and as accepting as humanly possible that it swung the pendulum from one extreme to the other. And now you're having people who originally had their finger on the uh, their, their finger on the scale in a manner of speaking, and they realized that their thumb got taken off of the scale. And now they're trying to put it back on and they're overcompensating as a result of it. So now you've got so many that can get that that there's so many different access points now. To your yeah. point, there yeah. you know, you you don't have the gatekeepers that you originally had, where you could you had to go to one source to be yep. able to get everything that you needed to get um, in a lot of instances. So you you keep that in mind, and now you've got a whole wide open worldwide web that has created a whole I won't say underworld of sorts, but it's created it's created its own subsector. Where you can just go over there at any given moment in time, doesn't matter what time of the day, it doesn't matter who's the whose device is being used, because the device doesn't care if the person is underage. No. It's the fact that they're they're using the device to get where they need to go. So you combine you 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 figure all of that into play, and now all of a sudden it's well, if the parents aren't gonna do it, then we're gonna do it. You know, but I think it goes, for me, it goes beyond that because it's not just about how it ends up being censored because because underage kids are getting it. It's that even people who, like, come of age, they don't understand what fiction is. No. And that's because the, the division everyone between, has this. Yeah, ahead, I think every, everyone, has, everyone has their ideas of saying, okay, well, you know, if you jump off this cliff, you know you're going to die. Um, you don't have that anymore because... A lot of the time, when you look at cinema, when you look at television, when you look at streaming services and all of the shows that they do, these people are creating these unrealistic expectations when it comes to what really when it even comes to action sequences. Absolutely. They have, they have literally, you know, they have literally gone so far off the beaten path that you can't even suspend your disbelief anymore. And now you're trying to teach you're trying to teach those that are younger than you that don't have the same ability to discern fact from fiction as you do, you know, as far as that is, because a lot of the movies back in the day did not have the level of action sequence 
that you see now. I mean, I can take the Fast and Furious saga at this point in time as a as 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 a prime example of some of the stunts that they've pulled, and I'm looking like there's no way in hell. But you know, they they have their way of trying to tell you that you need to suspend disbelief, but at the same time, they're saying, oh, by the way, this is still going to work. And it's, it's funny to me, though, because I think that, um, I, and I'm not sure what else makes fact and fiction harder for people to discern these days, right? But I know, and it may be that there are so many voices, right, that, that you can have access not only to so many voices, but you can you can have access to only reflects your views. And because of that, it may make it harder to learn to discern fact from fiction because you're Mm -hmm. not getting, you're not being, you're not learning how to think critically. I know they don't teach critical thinking in school anymore. Um, And so I guess that's part of it that you and I both grew up knowing what, I mean, we had fantasies when we were really little. We didn't know the difference between fact and fiction. Then we got to an age where we learned that And we learned that one of the fun things to do was to go to a movie, even though you knew it wasn't real, you could sink into the world and have it be real. But when you came out of that, you didn't expect to apply that movie in your life. Well, that's more along the lines of you have to understand where where you meet people. Um, You meet people where they are at that point. Yeah. When when we were when I was growing up as a teenager in the nineties, the, the early nineties, before the internet really got really up and cranky, we had to rely upon sex education classes, which are devoid at this uh, point yeah. in time. You know, at this point, because you know, you have too many that are like, Well, no, you're not teaching my kid. I'm gonna teach my kid, and then they turn around and the child is at home and they're like, Well, now what? You know, as far as that is, there are some, there were some, there are some that probably may be within the sound of my voice when they listen to this podcast and they go, well, you let your teenage that, 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 that find out that I, that we let our teenagers have open access to condoms. Yep. And I imagine they'll sit there and go, oh, well, you, well that's just bad parenting. Well, no, it's just no. a matter of. That's called being safe. <laughs> it's called, it's called making sure that your children are doing what they need to do as far as their due diligence. They're going to do it. You just don't. It's, it's, it's not necessarily like I'm literally saying, here's the bedroom, have at it. I'm not saying that. But at the same time, I'm also saying, I need you to protect yourself if you get into this particular situation. Yeah, That's I the know. whole bit. That's what we were taught growing up when we were going through the sex education classes. It wasn't it wasn't a matter of don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. It was a matter of your body's going to override your mind (laughs) and you need to have enough presence of thought that if we drill this idea into you that you need to have a condom on you, whether you're male or you're female, you need to have a condom on you at all times because you never know when that spontaneous spur of the moment may come and you don't want to be caught unprepared. I had, I had a teacher growing up that was literally saying he was trying to make uh, having condoms and having condoms and wallets cool again. You know, having that nice little circular imprint inside of the wallet, you know, that represented the condom being in the wallet. He wanted to make that popular again. 
you know, and that was night that was circa 1991, 92, 93. I mean, for me, that the fun, you know, I, I am amazed. Like uh, when I've done a court work over the years, I've, d- I've done a lot of family court work, and I will interview people who have gotten pregnant in the middle of childcare proceedings where the government is trying to take their children away, right? So they're already having their children removed because of bad parenting, but they managed to get pregnant before the, before the court case is even over. And the number of times I've said to somebody, so you know how pregnancy happens. I know you do because we've been through this before. What happened to the, um, the birth control, right? What happened? And, and people will say, and I love this, well, I wasn't in a relationship, and my, and my favorite line, and I wasn't planning on having sex. And that's where half of the problems are. And right. it's like, so, I mean, we could, we could talk about the fact that, you know, yes, it's actually better to plan to have sex or not, or plan not to have sex, but I get being spontaneous, but that doesn't prevent you from being careful. But, well, there were no condoms around and I couldn't wait the 10 minutes it would take me to get down to the drugstore. I mean, it's just amazing to me. It's like, so there's that. But there's also this thing, and I, and I think that we're, and we'll end up talking about this more in the next segment, but I, I'm going to use, um, I'm going to use Fifty Shades as an example. Oh, my God. Um, mm-hmm. When the films came out, because I get a lot of people coming in and talking about this to me, like no understanding that that is a film. It's a romance film, actually. I know that sounds strange to some people, but it's it 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 was written as a romance book with extra sauce, basically. And it, the story is fiction, and I get people coming in who are looking for that person, right? Absolutely. Who believe, firmly believe that there's this whole world out there where people all behave like that. Yeah, there is that. I think that's the other half of the suspension of disbelief that then turns into its own ignorance. And And it's dangerously, it's dangerously problematic. Yeah, I'm sort of like, what part of fiction did you not understand? Now, you can tell me that you found it exciting and you want to learn to do some of those things. You want to talk about doing some of those things. Great. Now, I'm okay with that. Let's talk what reality looks like. Um, And, you know, one of the things people, they forget that, like, lots of reality is boring. Yeah, they won't pay. Nobody really talks about that. But, you know, that's a whole other thing that we can kind of work through as we're having this conversation, so to speak. Yeah, lots of reality is boring. I mean, I say to people, you know, actually, I had a conversation with M. Christian about this um, in in an interview um, for my other podcast. And we were talking about the fact that he'd read a story where there was no consent conversation in this story at all. (laughs) And um, he said, "I, I wonder if I should put one in but I don't know how to get it in the story. And that's where the conversation started about what's fiction and what's reality and how do we model reality without it ruining the story? Because mm-hmm. it, 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 the consent conversation, even the sexy ones aren't that interesting to say in, right? <laughs> They're just right. not. Absolutely. Um, 
So we are um, about to take a break. We'll be back after a couple of minutes after some words from our sponsors. See you then. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a difference in health and wellness programs. There can be mainstream programs, and then there is something extra. That something extra is called tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper. If you want to hear some behind-the-scenes talk radio when it comes to health and wellness, the why as well as the how, be sure to tune in each week. This show will inspire you to be healthy and happy for life, as well as become the best version of yourself. Listen Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has a mobile app for iOS, Android, or Amazon Kindle. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. This is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drloribethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey everyone, welcome back to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. And this week it is X is for sex and the internet. And I'm here with the incredible Shakira Rashan. And before the break, we were talking about um, the fiction versus fact. <laughs> yeah, uh, that. yeah. Yeah, I, I, it is definitely one of those things that I think makes it more concerning to me that sex education is being censored. On yeah. platforms, yeah, there's there is that. I mean, I it, it's it's that delicate balance where they're like, you're you're encouraging too much uh, abhorrent behavior, which I I still say to this day is just a complete straw man argument. But it is what it is when it comes to that. Um, a lot of the time, you just want to you want to at least have the information out there for people to make their own educated decisions, I guess is the only other word I can come up with at this point. Otherwise you literally leave them to the, you leave them to fiction, you leave them to the porn industry, you leave them to 
figuring it out on their own with other partners. And sometimes the other partners may not be so forgiving when it comes to what you can and cannot do. Yep. It, 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 it becomes its own self-perpetuating vicious cycle. You know, and it, it is to me, like one of the scarier ones for me, and I don't know what you think about this is so, you know, okay. So in a lot of popular music, you have reference to, to sex, obviously, and to, um, and to a lot of um, BDSM and alternative sexual practices. Um, and it's interesting to me, for example, that on TikTok, you can have a 13-year-old dancing to wet-ass pussy, right? But I can't, right. I can't define what a wet-ass pussy actually is. Yeah, <laughs> right? you got to love that. You got to right. love that delineation because that's a whole other that's a whole other conversation. Like, you know, like there's this big trend, you know, there's the, the rebuttal one to wet ass pussy. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that one is this huge trend now. Um, I'm fasting. Right. And like that's supposed to be something like a good thing. Right. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Do you not have any idea? But they don't have any knowledge. So we've got mm-hmm. all of that. But the, the most popular thing to talk about from BDSM in, in current pop music is choking. Right. And there's nothing around it. Like, it's sexy, da, 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 whatever. But it's fucking dangerous. I mean, this, just, I, this is me being honest. There is no safe way to do breath play. It, there mm. just isn't. There are levels of danger. And most people who engage in breath play, who are educated about it, know that they're taking a risk. They're deciding what level of risk they want to take. Agreed. But with it being part of pop music and really exciting, you know, I watched the sort of teen to to early 20s group. And this is the shit they're talking about. Like if I say, you know, what if I say, ask me about anything. In BDSM, the first questions I get are about breath play. Yep. And there's a reason for that. And they know nothing. I mean, they know nothing about safety. They know nothing about how to look after themselves. I've heard the worst misinformation. It's not not a big deal if you don't totally close off the throat. Yeah. That's not accurate, but we're going to leave that alone for right now. Right. I mean, but that's one of the issues. So I, I, and I'm not sure how we combat this because I mean, it, I, I, there's a place where I really would like some consistency because I think it's dangerous. And it's also because there's a degree of what you're desensitized to, uh, you know, when you hear it from the time you are 10 years old, mm-hmm. it becomes, it, it becomes its own brand of normality and on the one hand, you know, I'm pleased when um, normality looks bigger than heteronormative um, P and V sex, you know, in the missionary position. I'm very pleased right. when, when there's a wider thing. But, but on the other hand, to have that be considered normality without having any understanding as to, hey, why would you want to do that anyway? Like, they don't even, right? They don't even know why. Um, and if you do want to do it and you did figure out that actually it might feel cool or something about it might be hot, how do you do this without killing your partner? Yeah, that. Or and I think that's killed. the other half. Well, again, it's it's a matter of, uh, you know, pop, pop, pop music, popular music um, 
how just entertainment in specific, the entertainment division will drive a lot of the conversation. We, we mm-hmm. might as well just be as realistic as we possibly can be when it comes to that. Um, we unfortunately had to deal with that four years ago when that particular phenomenon hit the scene and all of a sudden everybody's like, well, I want him. Okay, that's cool, but ain't that many of them. Hell, it ain't that many of them that are billionaires. And then you really want to sit here and, you know, start start cutting the pie down in terms of whether or not you find them attractive because the majority of the billionaires on this planet are not 30-ish. Yeah, and the majority of the billionaires who are into BDSM on this planet, yeah, you probably wouldn't want to sleep with them. Yeah, that part. Because nine times out of ten, it ain't sex for them. So, yeah. So there's that. There's all that craziness to it. And then I've noted, and then as is with every other part of uh, media, the people who get the most play look a certain way. Of course. Are, are young. That is timeless. And, and, and it, it, it's timeless, but they don't necessarily have the information. And that's what the frightening bit is for me. It's like I and listen to pe- people spout off and I'm like, she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. What she just said was dangerous, but everybody's like, oh, because, you know, she's 20 something and she's cute. Yeah. And that's part of the I guess that's part of the problem. But at, at the same time, it's. It is it is a matter of the packaging along with the message. And yep. that is that is that is as timeless as anything, especially once we finally got into television and radio becoming the ultimate drivers of said information. Yeah. When you get when you get to that point where you can be aesthetically pleasing and then you can have the information along with the aesthetically pleasing package. That's when you're. That's when the when everything starts to elevate at that point. You know, that's really what it is, more so than anything else. It's the same thing that even with even with this new Clubhouse app. You know, as yep. far as every everybody's doing what they're doing, everything now becomes it's if you have the knowledge, and you also have the aesthetically pleasing audio. Because they don't rely on they don't rely on they're not big. it's it's the sound of your voice yeah they don't rely on video they rely on audio only so if you sound pleasing to the senses all of a sudden the information that you put out right wrong or indifferent becomes more acceptable to that particular listening audience as far as that is it's just like you know I think it's the it's the cliche statement that people, some people have the face for radio yep. Yep. That's really what it is a lot of the time. Is if you didn't have to focus on the aesthetic, on the visual aesthetic, a lot more information may get out a little bit more. Uh, a lot of the more correct information may get out a lot more so than, you know, if it were you're relying too much on television presence, you're worried about what they look like, you know, that type of thing as far as that is. So it, that's the one thing that we have yet as a society to kind of get past is understanding what correct information is worth the look and then being able to not not attribute attraction to correct. Right, right. I would agree with that. I mean, one, one of the things that's interesting about Clubhouse is that um, it's an 18 over platform. And so uh, one would think, and lots of people are talking about sex there, but one would think it would be okay to talk about sex there. But before I joined, I read through the terms of service. 
And yep. technically, technically, you can't talk about sex there either. Nope. And so while they're not enforcing that at the moment, who knows when they're going to decide to? They will once they actually open it up to the public. Right now, it's only invitation only. So with invitation only, there is the understanding that whomever you bring in, they better not fuck up. Because if they fuck up, you gone too. Now, once they start taking away the whole invitation aspect of it and they say anybody can join the app, then it becomes an audio version of Twitter all over again. But then it becomes, I mean, actually, you can get, you can, you can actually talk about and do more on Twitter than almost anywhere else, by the way. Um, yeah, no Twitter, doubt. I mean, no argument is there, but at the same time. Twitter is, Twitter is far more tolerant than, than some of the other platforms. In some manners, yeah, I don't argue that, but that's because it's more it's more text than anything else, and it's yes. very short, and it's very short bursts. So you're not necessarily getting, you know, you're not getting the audio to it, you're not getting the video to it, you're not getting the pictures to go along with it. A lot of times, you're just spouting off 140 characters at a time. But if you get to Facebook, you can go long winded, and they yeah. won't care. But as long as you avoid certain, you you avoid certain phrases and terms. You don't have to worry about them coming for you on the TOS. Although they are quite interesting on that. Um, when we did the, um, we did our holiday gift guide and um, we were in our private group posting up um, some of the gifts that we were recommending. And um, so there were links. And the bots got you. Well, and, and the bot, but the bot, what the bots decided to censor was hysterical. So we had a picture of a vibrator that didn't get tagged. We had two different vibrators go up. Those were fine. What's still in 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 um in decision land in limbo? A man standing in a pair of top and bottom silk pajamas, so he's completely covered. That 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 got pulled. God knows why. And it doesn't say anything about sex. It just says these are beautiful silk pajamas, right? Well, again, it goes back to who's setting the algorithms when it comes to the bias. That's the thing. You you. These, these things are not being done on their own. It's not like the bots no. are, 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 are under AI protocol or anything along those lines. Somebody had to set the algorithm for them to find and remove based upon those algorithms. All of a sudden, you know, you can, cat, you can, you can, you can skirt it one minute, and then the next minute you are the target, and they don't let up. But they had like three different things they removed and a bunch of stuff that they left. So they removed a condom, of course, and they removed the silk pajamas. Um, and they removed, as I said, the, um, the, the eternity necklace. But everything else was up. And I sort of, okay. And then the next week, it'll be something totally different. <laughs> and it just, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's, it's maddening. It's absolutely maddening to try and do any kind of education in an environment where you don't know what you're allowed to say one week to the next. Um, so we are one minute from break. Um, this will be the last break of this show. So if you have any questions, don't forget to email them in. You could, of course, call them in, but I don't think we've ever had a phone call because nobody wants us to recognize their voice. There it is. So we'll see you in a, in a couple of minutes after some words for our sponsors. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America. America Health and Wellness. We're on the pulse of the world with great shows and hosts. The Voice America Health and Wellness Channel is also on Twitter. We've got ideas to keep you healthy, breaking health news, and more. Follow us on Twitter at Voice AM Health. That's at Voice AM Health. is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drloribethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey everyone, welcome back to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. This is part four of X is for sex and the internet. And I am here having this conversation with the incredible Shakira Sean. So what do we think of all of this ultimately in terms of getting past? You know, it's not even about getting past. What I'd like to see is some more common sense used so that, I mean, I need to be really clear here. I got no issue with sex work at all. I don't even have an issue with pornography, right? Indeed. But education is not pornography. No, it, it honestly isn't. But there, it has been it has been supplemented as such. Yeah, I mean, it needs to be it needs to be clear that there's a difference between entertainment and education. Well, again, I think, again, it's a matter of who is willing to fall on the sword, die on the hill, in a manner of speaking, with regard to we need to bring back certain aspects of sexual education. That is that is the we got to figure out who's willing to be that martyr when it comes to that. Some some, and it has to be and it can't be just some random. It has to be someone who has a platform large enough to shift the needle. That's the yeah. other half of it at this point. Um, 
we we it's 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 most important that people understand that at the end of the day, yes, they're going to, but we're not going to sit here fumbling around in the dark when we're still in the midst of the probably the the the, the longest standing information age that we will have in human history, and where there's information, there should be the ability to disseminate said information and being able to do so in as responsible a manner as humanly possible without getting child support services. in. Yeah. And, and not only that, but also being able to teach people how to discern what's good information and what's not, you know, I, I, I've had this conversation with one of my leather sisters about, you know, not everybody who stands up and is out there teaching knows what the fuck they're talking about. And, and audiences often come about based on things we were talking about before, you know, um, how someone looks, what they sound like. Um, so if somebody's appealing to a certain segment of the population and they start talking about stuff, people make the assumption that they know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't teach people how to discern what good information is, even how to fact check, for fuck's sake, some of it's easy. Just go fact check it. You know, it's not that difficult. But we don't teach people how to do that. No, and that's the other half of it. And I'd really like to see that um, change. And it's interesting to me because um, things like, for example, you know, the growth of OnlyFans in some ways as an antidote to some of, of the censorship going on. Um, uh, but, but even with that, it's like they're still finding a way to, they're finding a way now to kind of catch that train before it hits, before it leaves the straight, leaves the station as well. Like it was fine when it was, you know, people who were engaging in sex work and trying to do so in an ethical and in an ethical fashion and still be able to, you know, handle commerce wise, I guess is the word I'm looking for. You know, the, uh, the idea that you cannot conduct commerce when those three letters are involved is criminal in and of itself, because if you're willing to after how long, I mean, we're, we're, unfortunately we are a society that it takes, it, it almost evolves in a, in a slower manner as it has been in, in, in any other industry. I mean, we were, we were dealing with what? We've been dealing with marijuana as an illegal substance for at least three generations at this point. And now, because government has now figured out how to tax it, now it's okay to sell it. And it's the same thing with the prohibition 100 years ago. Yep. You, couldn't, you, you couldn't do nothing when it came to uh, uh, creating any kind of liquor or anything like that because the government didn't find a way, couldn't find a way to tax it. Same thing with tobacco. Now, all of a, then all of a sudden they figured out, oh, now we can figure out how to tax it and now we can make it legal. So the same thing will probably end up happening when it comes to sex work. When they find a way to say, you need to pay your share of the taxes, so to speak, then all of a sudden it will become a little less marginalized than what it is at this moment. But it is all a matter of commerce and taxing. That's I'm all sure, it is. I, I'm not sure that I just, I, I don't think I disagree with you, I, uh, but I do think it, it mm, it, it's a great platform to attack for certain segments of society. So I do think that's problematic as well. 
Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, I, and I think, you know, my way of dealing with it is to just keep speaking, keep writing, keep doing what I'm doing. And each time, you know, each and deal with the fact that often people aren't getting the message, not because they don't want it, but because, you know, I'm talking about something that's taboo. If I talk about relationships, we have no problem. But if I talk about sex, we're in difficulty. Right. So we are. Hmm? Yeah. We're a couple minutes from close. I want to thank you for being here. If you want to find Shakir, best places to head to your website. Best place is always to head to the house. Um, I've got everything listed there, all of my social media connections, um, any way that you decide you want to purchase as far as the uh, web store is concerned. I do ship internationally as well. So uh, it's just a matter of just uh, finding whatever you need and branching off from there. Fabulous. Um, Next week. Well, next week we are on the letter Y. Yeah, we're coming close to um, the end of the alphabet again. If you've got more questions for me, do email me at drlorybeth at a to z of sex.com. Don't miss my erotica podcast, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee's Erotic Library. You can find that either by going through Patreon or at Captivate FM. I have a new book coming out, Dancing the Edge to Reclaiming Your Reality, Essential Life Skills for Gaslighting and Trauma Survivors. It will be out before the end of the month. If you're interested in pre-ordering a copy, do drop me an email. I'll have all the links up really soon. In the meantime, have a good time, but keep safe, guys. Coronavirus is running rampant all over the world. Wear your masks. For God's sakes, we can make masks sexy. Let's do it now. Keep safe, and I'll see you all next week. We hope you learned something today. But if you have more questions, go ahead and email them to LoriBeth at DrLoriBethBisbee.com. Then be here next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of the A to Z of Sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee on Voice America Health and Wellness. See you next week.